You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Nancy, and with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how are you doing? It's been another another classic week uh, in the pandemic. How are you doing? How are you holding up, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good. I, like I said, I, fi- I finally got a, I finally got a haircut. I don't know if that happened last week, but I finally got a haircut. Uh, I finally got a nice beard trim, so I'm all cleaned up. I feel nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm gonna switch, turn this back around on you, Ryan. You were the one who was sick last week, Yo. and I just wanted to tell you. I wanted to ask you how you were feeling uh, now that you're not sick anymore, and also now that you're back in the driver's seat. That's a that's a great great question. Uh, I totally forgot. Last week was totally a blur. So yeah, so it turns out it's the, the I'm glad you brought it up because I totally forgot. Uh, turns out last week uh, it would have appeared that I was sick with some sort of stomach bug, uh, food poisoning sort of issue because my fever went away. You know, within the day I stopped throwing up and whatnot. Uh, if you don't know, last week. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I was sick during it, and Mikey led it. Mikey led it to a, a wonderful part. I thought you did a great job uh, oh, hosting thanks. the show. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I turned out to be sick. I did get uh, – Jesse and I did get COVID testing, uh, which – Good precaution, good precaution. Yeah, it's one of, it's one of those things. It's like it, it, you, you get a fever, and you're like, well, I – have to take the, I have to get a test, you know, because who the hell knows if what it is actually. Even if like the very next day my fever is gone and I feel better like two days after that, I should probably still get some sort of testing. Definitely. Um, I didn't have my energy back for a very long time because it was also like I got sick. I kind of got over it, but then I like had I slept wrong, so I got like a pinched nerve in my neck, uh, and my and I was like my thumb hurt like i had like tendonitis in my thumb so i was just like falling apart at the seams so i was just like really trying to take all my energy was like gone for like days so i couldn't really do much um so that's fine i guess i did have a great story getting my covid test actually mikey now that i bring it up oh yeah please shoot let's hear it so tell the whole tell the whole world yeah so i i when i went so when jesse and i drove to get COVID testing. So the thing with Georgia, if you don't know, is that uh, Georgia, I think like many states in America, are no longer uh, doing testing in like hospitals. Uh, you can only sort of do testing by appointment only through like privatized testing locations, mm-hmm. like CVS or something. 
So we made an appointment. We drove out to this abandoned Kmart parking lot. Uh, we made an appointment for, I think it was like 1230. We get there at like... Uh, yes, the most sanitary of medical facilities, the Kmart parking lot. Of course. Well, to be fair, it, w- it was a drive-thru. Uh, a, drive-thru <laughs> a drive-thru swabbing. Um, but we when we get there at like 1215, there is a police officer sitting at like the entranceway. And as we roll up, he like open, you know, puts down his window, and he's like, "They're closed." And we're like, "We're like, what do you mean they're closed? They don't close for another. They don't close till three. It's noon." He's like, we're, "He's like, we're closed. Uh, don't you know? I'm just the messenger. They're closing up. Uh, sorry about it. Come back mon. Come back Monday. When <laughs> sorry about it. They're like, come back Monday. And I'm looking at him like it's Thursday." <laughs> it's it's like midday Thursday and we're like come back Monday and you're closing three hours early what the hell's happening uh so and this guy's like being like a, a real butt about it right you know like he's like you know he's being a butt when he's like oh, I'm just the messenger don't get mad at mm-hmm. me it's yep like, well yeah I am mad at you <laughs> you're the one who's telling me the bad news that you always get mad at the messenger yeah so we end up uh, calling, you know, when we made the appointment, there was a phone number that came with it for, with the Georgia Department of Public Health. And we well, end up calling that phone number just to be like, hey, we went, we had an appointment. We came to the, the you know, the testing site and the police officer right outside says that they're closed or they are closing. Um, what? do we do <laughs> like what like what what is happening here uh and the person on the phone is like okay let me call them to see what's happening she calls them she's like they're closing because the line is too long and it's backing up into the into the freeway and jesse and i look at look at each other look back at what is to be leave to be a line and mikey i tell you this for all honesty no line like like they're, they, the parking lot is designed that, like, you have the tents and then it's sort of – the line sort of snakes around with cars. Mm-hmm. And then that line then goes out the – I guess kind of go out the entrance way, um, which then that can go up the freeway. Nothing. Nothing. It was like it was like maybe 10 sounds cars. Like, sounds like some people were trying to get off early for lunch. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But I was like – we were just like, uh, no. And Jesse was like, I could send you a picture – if you like that. And she's like, oh, I would love that. We email her a picture. She opens it up and she's like, where's the line? And we're like, okay, you see that car right behind the cop car? That is the last car line. Well, I mean, maybe one or two cars have left at that point. And she's like, looks at the, looks at the image. She's like, what? There's no line. What the hell? And then she immediately <laughs> hangs up the phone, calls the department of public health, uh, calls the location that we're, you know, we're trying to get into. And she calls back and she's like, yeah, no one knows what's happening because (laughs) because there there is no line there's no reason they should be closing so jesse gets out of the car walks over to the cop and the cop's like hey yeah sorry we're still closed you know we're not gonna come back on monday don't shoot me you know i'm just the messenger don't come back you know come back monday and jesse's like yeah is there an explanation as to why and he's like i don't know i was just doing what i was told which that's a whole nother diatribe but uh but I just, I just work here man he's like i just work here uh and we're like great you're still turning away i could potentially have covid so i have to wait till monday which is f- like three or four days away 
awful <laughs> you know awful awful production we have here so jesse's like well i have someone from the department of public health on the phone right now would you like to talk to hit them and the police officer is like uh uh yeah sure <laughs> and so jesse gives him the phone the, the per- person from the almost, part- it's almost like when they get called out for their bullshit they don't know what to do because they're not used to getting called out for their bullshit but that's a whole nother thing so the lady on the Department of Public Health is like, "What's your name? What's your badge number? What's your supervisor?" And I love like, when cop. I love. I love it when cops get fucking consequences for their bullshit. Yeah, and so it's just like that's nonsense. And then, and then literally a guy who is working in the uh, the the you know testing site runs up to us. I runs up to Jesse and the cop. Uh, and it's like, hey, uh, appointments only. We're no longer, no, we're not doing uh, walk-ups right now. We're just doing appointments. You're like, well, in fact, <laughs> yeah. And 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 the cops like, oh, okay. And we're like, great. Uh, and the guys like, yeah, just if they have the you know, QR code on their phone, just have them show them the phone, and then they can bring them inside. And the cops like, oh, okay, uh, yes, yeah, okay just completely caught he's caught red-handed i guess completely caught for absolutely lying to your faces so we walk in i go we walk inside i asshole you know like an asshole i show my phone be like oh thanks for letting us in uh thanks for letting us in fucking you dickhead yeah and he's just just like and he's just like oh you're going that line i mean the other line i'm like great you're an idiot ah cool so you don't know anything that's going on and you have no right to tell anybody anything love that we're fairly certain what happened was some sort of miscommunication where he was told that they are closing and either he misheard or he was told wrong information that like they weren't because they were close. Because it was a appointments and, um, and like walkups. That's what the, this location was doing. They were closing mm-hmm. for walkups. He probably just heard that they were closing, closing. and closed yep. for any everybody. And he turned away maybe ten, fifteen, twenty people. Right? Who knows how many of those people could have actually he's just, had? He's just, the mess- he's just the messenger, man. He's just the messenger. But he turned away like so many people because of a mistake, and in. The world that we live in right now, who knows how, you know, especially Georgia, if you don't know, don't know, Georgian case numbers have like skyrocketed to like 3,000 in one day, which back in April at the height of this, at the height, you know, quotation marks, when we all were scared of it more, uh, it was the height of it was like 1,500. (laughs) So it was like double. Um, So yeah, it was like, this cop is like turning away all these people. Who knows how many of them actually have COVID and are spreading it to more people. Telling them to come back Monday where they can spread. Again, Mikey, this is July 4th weekend. So they can go wherever and spread it to more people. Um, So it was just like, it was just all this nonsense. I ended up, we ended up getting the testing. uh, uh, Tell you at home, testing, get the giant swab up your nose. Yeah, we talked about it last week. We don't need to go back into detail into it again. Just sh- sheer awful. Uh, I hated it, but uh, yeah, that was my that's my story with getting tested and the whole cop nonsense. Yikes! Um, yeah, it was not fun. It was definitely yeah, not fun. I, but I'm glad I, I got tested not. at least. I'm, I'm very thankful. Shouts out to everyone that works at the George Department of Public Health because, as Jesse sort of described it, they were the they were the only people that like were cognizant of our issue and wanted to help us whereas mm. the cop did not care about the cop us. was just like we 
they are closed. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's a whole nother issue, like we've alluded to several times now. Um, but th- that's, like, the thing, is that, like, the cop didn't care about us. The people that worked at the public health were like, oh, let's try to fix this situation. Because they understand that if, if, if you know, we're calling about it, who knows how many people are actually being turned away. Uh, and so I'm mm-hmm. happy that they were able to uh, help us out there. So thank you to everyone that works at the Georgia uh, Department of Public Health. Imagine if you called in and the Department of Health was like, you're like this you're like the 10th person to call in about this <laughs> i could have been i i mean we have no idea how many other people were calling and complaining i mean there's also the aspect that we could have just left and complained and like been upset about it but there was like a thing of like jesse was like i'm want to try to solve it because if we solve it so many other people can get her chest done yeah um but yeah so that was that was fun but besides that i'm all as you can tell i have all my energy back uh i'm better now and uh How did the, what, what, what did the results of the test say you oh. can't just say you took a test and just leave us hanging <laughs> fair uh we both came back negative fantastic uh the pe- to hear it i was when I, when I got the fever i was working at the coffee shop i was working at so there's two other people they both got mm-hmm. tested they both come back came back negative glad um, to hear it so we were able to reopen the coffee shop and everything essentially <laughs> back to normal normal I should say, though, Mikey, I should tell you, uh, in an alternate universe, I probably wouldn't be able to record right now because my brother was supposed to be coming down to Atlanta uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. But they, they're, my, my brother is incredibly intelligent. Uh, my family are also incredibly intelligent. However, July 4th weekend, they went to a uh, 4th of July party. Uh, ah. In someone's backyard, you know, everyone was spread out. Everyone was trying to be safe. But it turns out that one of the people there came back positive with COVID. Whoa. And now everyone at the party had to get testing. Uh, and Drew, my brother, had to cancel his trip this weekend. Yikes. Because obviously he won't get his testing results back in time. But it was just like, great. It was just, this it was like the whole reason. Like when he told me that, I was like, Bro, Drew, this is the whole reason why we're not supposed to be doing these 4th of July parties. Fair enough, fair enough. I was like, we're, we're, America's nowhere close. I think he did, he said, I think, that he was the only person wearing a mask because he knew that he, you know, was going to do a thing, going to Atlanta. But mm-hmm. still, I was just like, dang, Drew, you know, that sucks. <laughs> But, you know, I'm better now, and hopefully my neck still kind of hurts for some reason, and I'm just going to I'm just gonna continue falling apart at the seams, as it were. But aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all just falling apart at the seams every minute of the day? Yeah, we're getting very, very nihilistic here on Hit the Books. Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mikey, can you, can you cheer us up real quick? Uh, I, know, I know you have a segment that you need to push. Right, yes. Uh, should we do that to, now? Should we do that now or should we go straight into the show, actually? To absolutely, completely throw things on their heads, uh, I have a Taco Bell update for you. It should be just the bell, bells. The bells, are, the bells are ringing. Uh, the Taco Bell has released a new menu item that I did try uh, <laughs> on Monday. This show is just like when not Taco Bell is a new menu item. You're like... Got to get the reviews out. Hi, hi! Welcome to Fast Foodies, the new, the new fast food podcast. <laughs> fast Foodies. Oh. Um, but Taco Bell came out with a new item called the Grilled Cheese Burrito, and I did did try it this Monday because I was very interested. It is basically just 
a uh, Fritos burrito, uh, but the Fritos are like the spicy Fritos on the inside, and then there's just cheese melted on top. Lots oh yes, yeah, I saw I saw a, a trailer for this, I believe. So I I went to Taco Bell and I had to try one, and of I did. And the consensus is, it was fine. <laughs> I I feel like that's the the classic consensus with most Taco no, Bell. No, last food. time last time the 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 pineapple whip freeze is good, is delicious, it's oh, great. Yes. I love the pineapple whip freeze. That was the that was the other one that I uh, had a consensus on that was good. Nacho fries, great. Nacho fries, a fucking god. If we were ranking Taco Bell items like S plus S plus plus tier, nacho fries. I want to say. Uh... The, the the was it the nacho grande supreme or something it was like okay. nachos that came in a box great those are also great top top tier uh quesarito top tier but the, uh, the cheesy this cheesy stuff the grilled cheese burrito maybe like b tier like it's not bad it wasn't bad i like the fact that it was like a fritos burrito not just like a regular burrito because mm-hmm. it had uh, some crunch to it on top of uh, the cheese that was on top, but it was good. Uh, I It was annoying to eat because your hands got all greasy because of the cheese on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're going to eat it, I recommend like have, like wrapping the paper around it using it as like a handle. Mm, interesting. Uh, but... If you don't get it, you're also not missing out on much. It's just a burrito with cheese on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's ultimately just a burrito with ultimately, yeah, like at the end of, at the end of the day, it's a burrito with cheese melted on top. Like it's fine. At the end of the day, if you have a leftover burrito at your house and you need know, to microwave it, put some cheese on it. Put some cheese on it. You got you have the Taco Bell grilled cheese burrito. Um, Would you recommend it? You said it's fine, but would you recommend trying it? I if you're gonna get a burrito, just get the quesadilla instead. Wow! It's Don't got, even it's got, bother. It's got melty cheese and it's got melty cheese. It's got a whole layer of it around. It has double. It's got like it's like a burrito wrapped in a quesadilla. It's awesome. It's really good. Uh, it's still top tier. One of the men, top one of the top tier menu items. It's got rice, so it fills you up more, and it doesn't have uh the the Fritos. The, the hot Fritos in it, which are supposed to be crunchy, but just get soggy because they're just in with the meat. Mm. And it's not annoying to eat because it just doesn't make your hands all greasy with all the cheese on top. Because <laughs> the cheese is on the inside oh. where it's supposed to be. <laughs> I like that that is the trend lately with Taco Bell where like they're just like, what if we just put it on the outside? <laughs> Like they got the you this this cheesy nonsense. They got the nacho uh, Dorito Locos tacos. I will say they did that with the uh, naked chicken chalupa when they made the the chicken shell. Mm-hmm. That was good. I think for our next Taco Bell update, we got to do a live test, Mikey. A live test, a live review. So I, like, I'm down for that. So, like, what are we what what are we reviewing? What, I don't know. It's whatever the next nonsensical Taco Bell thing is. Whatever the next nonsensical Taco Bell thing is, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so like, so if next they... time we'll both bring one to recording. Yeah. Whatever, 100%, whatever it is. One hundred percent. I I would do that. And we'll do a live a live a live munch. A live <laughs> a live a live munch test. A munch. I like it. Munch, munch, mouth. No munch, mumble. Munch, 
uh, squad. Wait. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, whatever it is. Well, I'm I'm down for that. Whatever, as long as it's not like something. Ins- I don't know. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna commit to even if it's insane. Even if it's like I don't know. Fruit Loops, Taco Bell, like Taco. I would be. If they, if they do a okay, if they do a Fruit Loops Freezy, I'm in. Okay, yeah. Are we talking? Are we talking freezies or are we talking like actual like whatever? Top whatever the thing Taco Bell comes out with, if it's a, a, a if the pineapple whip freeze is a thing that they came out with, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they just came out with the the grilled cheese burrito, which was fine. Uh, like whatever the next crazy thing to come out with, whether it's a dessert, a drink, a regular menu item, whatever. It feels it, it feels like they do that every month, so I feel like we'll definitely have have something for they us. do it here let's see let's see what's new we got the, the grilled cheese burrito like i said it's fine the grilled cheese burrito box whatever yeah it's like the pineapple whip freeze is on here it's like those are all good but like where what's the next big thing taco bell what what is the next nacho thing? the nacho crunch double stack taco for a dollar sounds good yeah but that's not the that's not crazy no that's not that's not that's not buck wild it seems fine we need something that's gonna break the atmosphere and I, I shouldn't be hyping up this much. It might just be like some sort of like, you know, it's it's a taco salad is the next. <laughs> I I just had taco. I can't do this. I can't do this segment because I literally just ate Taco Bell. And now I want more Taco Bell. That's fair. Uh, well, let's get out of it, Mikey. Let's get into the actual thing we're doing here. Yeah, uh, let's get into let's get into booking, shall we? Yes. If you don't know, folks, we're not just uh a taco bell podcast apparently we're not we're not a podcast just about the newest innovations in fast food no for the past two years almost mikey the uh, fast two years fast jesus uh that's the fast we, food years that's when we just order a bunch of food and then don't eat it <laughs> um so for the past two years mikey and i have been booking fancy booking our own versions of monday night raw and smackdown um with the originals that have done the ogs <laughs> the ogs um uh, uh we've been doing it we basically we we've book... been booking smackdown longer than smackdown <laughs> yes uh you know we're <laughs> uh we've been uh for the for most recently we've been booking separately raw and smackdown we book every single segment match it's essentially Brain split baby essentially like gm mode or universe mode or any of those things um book you know fancy booking simulator almost that's basically what we're doing is like a fancy booking simulator where we just write out our cards and present them to each other uh we have this you know long standing history backlog that you can of course listen to every show to get uh but yes mikey we have another card in front of us you know we have several rivalries because we're building up to the pay-per-view extreme rules uh i don't know if it's called the horror show in our universe well it could get horrifying we have to remember it could it could get horrifying. I mean, we already we already have a, a, an announced Inferno match, so that is correct. Uh, but yeah, we're building up to all these things, folks. So why don't you join us uh, on this magical journey um, by subscribing? You know, subscribe to this podcast, and uh, oh, yeah. you can get all those episodes and basically get your own uh, actually good. I'm a little biased, but actually good version of Raw and SmackDown every single week. Yeah. Uh, but of course, by subscribing, you can listen to every single episode and then vote in whose card you thought was better. Was it my nice raw? Smooth, smooth, smooth. Thank you. Is it my raw or is it Mikey Smackdown? 
Uh, and like every single week, of course, we run that poll, and the loser will get hit with some sort of random action. We'll talk about that later in the episode. But Mikey got the poll results in front of us here. Uh, I won with 83% of the vote. Ryan's raw. Wow. I got destroyed. absolutely blown out of the water, huh? Blown out of the water. He got destroyed by uh, a Raw Tag Team Championship match. Bobby Lashley beating Roman Reigns. Wild. Styles Ricochet against, That's fair. against your SmackDown, which was, I'm covering the screen to not see yours, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, Pete Dunne, Samoa Joe, Asuka Cancelay, which also was a great match. I'm sure. <laughs> Sounds like a great match. But uh, yeah, blown out of the water. That's the thing, right? It's like we can make matches that sound good, but we'll never know for real. Yeah, that is that is like the the part we talk about, and that's part of the reason why we introduced those two K outcomes in the randomizer because we were like, well, we kind of want to have some aspect of the matches that we actually know what happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is the aspect of fantasy booking, I guess. Uh, but yeah, Mikey, let's uh, let's get into the show. You were the loser this week, like I just said. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, so you will be presenting your card first. All right. I, again, I folks at home, I have no idea what Mikey's card is. He has no idea what my card is. It's a surprise every single week. We'll sort of give thoughts and opinions uh, at the end of each card presentation. But uh, yeah, you know, we've been doing this for two years. The OGs are back, baby. Let's oh, yeah. Get to it. All right. Opening up SmackDown this Friday. Randy Orton and the Demon. Our universal champion and his compatriot. Orton says, Last week, you got a good look at what happens when you try to take us on. You want to come for this title? It's going to take a whole lot more than just attacking me while my back is turned, like the coward you are. In fact, why don't you come out here right now and face me man to man? Orton waits. Oh, that's right. You're at home licking your wounds after that RKO two weeks ago, like the scared little puppy you've become ever since you lost to the demon. All of a sudden, Braun Strowman comes to the entrance ramp. Ooh. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. I know I'm not exactly the guy you're looking for right now, but thank I do you for, have a... Thank you for the Sorry. Braun Strowman accent. Accent? Of course. Impression? Accent, impression. Thank you. Uh, I, know you're, I know I'm not the guy you're looking for right now, but I do have a message. Strowman pulls out a paper and begins to read it. Strowman Randy... pulls out a gun. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Randy, you're probably out in the ring right now running your damn mouth about about what you did two weeks ago. Although I may be home right now, let it be known that I'm not taking any time off. I'm planning, training, and becoming as dangerous as ever. Anyway, all that aside, I think Braun has a little something to tell you. Signed, Drew McIntyre. Wow. So they're they're Strowman and McIntyre are pen pals. Yes. (laughs) Braun Braun looks up and says, since you've been attacking people two on one i figured it was time to even the odds i talked to gm page and got us all a match for next week me and drew versus you and your little demon but that's not all when drew and i win we'll get you two at extreme rules randy it's gonna be me versus you for that title around your waist and drew well he gets something he's been waiting for for a long time now an extreme rules match with the demon you guys better bring your a game next week See you then. Wow, monster, uh, monster among men is throwing it down. Oh yeah. Oh my so God. big neck, big 
big game at the go-home show next week where it's going to be Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton and the Demon. And if uh, Drew and Drew and Braun can get it done, then Braun gets a universal title shot while Drew gets a shot at the Demon in an Extreme Rules match. Do we know? Do we know what happens if they don't get it done? Uh, then it's then it, then Randy and uh, didn't even have a night off. Wow, <laughs> they fight each other. <laughs> they fight each other. Ooh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for that. Oh yeah. That you said. Oh, next week, and it should be said. Next week, yeah. K fabe, k fabe, k fabe. Should be said. K-fabe, k-fabe, k-fabe. What, why is what? What is the reason why McIntyre is not here on this card? So last week on the randomizer, I got rolled. Drew McIntyre is sick, and he cannot be here this week. Okay. So consequences for having a a for losing the card last week. Yes. Audience, this I was is not straight... able to use Drew McIntyre this week. Yeah, I'm showing you, audience, that the consequences of your decision on the poll. We had to have Drew right in to his pen pal Braun Strowman. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What else? What else is happening? Next up, uh, after after that big opening segment, we have a match between Bailey and Mandy Rose with Asuka on commentary, in which Bailey ends up picking up the victory. And after the match, Asuka gets in the ring and gets in Bailey's face about last week's brawl, where uh, Asuka got put through the announce table. The two begin arguing and yelling at each other, and then Asuka slaps Bailey across the face. Whoa. Bailey retaliates with a kick to the gut, and the two start fighting yet again. The brawl ends up in the backstage area where Asuka gets the upper hand after throwing Bailey into a metal truss, and then Asuka turns turns around and sees a table with various wires and equipment on it, clears it off, and proceeds to power bomb Bailey through it. Ooh, Security, paramedics, and refs all rush to the scene and pull Asuka away while they tend to Bailey. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, yeah. That is, that is, oh, my God. And w- Holy crap, Mikey. Yeah. Big moves. Big moves, money moves. Big moves. After that, after that uh, intense segment, we have a match between Kevin Owens and Shelton Benjamin in which Kevin Owens gets the victory. Okay. okay. You know me and my random little matches. It's it's random little matches, but I I have noticed the trend that it's, it's not like random. It's it's you're you're getting someone a victory to sort of build them up. Oh, always you got you got to have at least a little bit of planning ahead. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you're you're you do these sort of things to sort of build people up, and what better way to build someone up is to just win a match. Oh yeah, of course. Just have a good match and win it. Plus, yeah. it gets you know it gets to have people like you know Shelton Benjamin on TV. Oh yeah, for sure. You got to show off. You got to show off the skill of everyone instead of just having some people sit in the back and catering every week. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So after that match, we have a video package with Samoa Joe standing in the gorilla position, holding a chair, holding the chair that Dunn beat him down with last week. I, spe- I forgot that his name was Pete Dunn for a second, so I thought you said D O N E that Dunn beat him down. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess that's, that's a Dunn phrase. Beat him down. I guess that's a phrase. He speaks up. Dunn, congrats! You're officially a blip on my radar. However, I shouldn't really be congratulating you as much as I should be apologizing. Apologizing for what I'm going to do to you in Extreme Rules in this chairs match. You've had a good run, kid. One of the best NXT UK champions this brand has ever seen. Beating opponents you had no business in the ring. Beating opponents you have no business being in the ring with. And even a WWE title run. 
Too bad that's all going to come to an end after I beat you down so bad that you won't have a career to look forward to anymore. <laughs> so oh, say your say your goodbyes to all your friends and double check your health insurance because you'll be in the hospital for a long, long time when I'm finished with you. It's Joe funny because it's funny because he has no health insurance at this company. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Joe walks off frame and we hear his music hit because he has a match next against Drew Gulak, in which Samoa Joe gets the win. Okay, okay, another another confident victory. Great promo, yeah. just great straight up promo, and another confident victory. Yeah, love to see it, folks. After that match between Samoa Joe and Drew Gulak, we have a backstage segment where Paige is in Asuka's locker room. Look, Asuka, I know you wanted that title shot at Extreme Rules, but with what you did to Bailey tonight, she might not. And then Paige gets cuts off, gets cut off by Bailey barging into the locker room, limping in and saying, Paige, don't you dare finish that sentence. I'm fine to fight at Extreme Rules. What kind of champion would I be if I back down? In fact, why don't we make it interesting? I want our match at Extreme Rules to be a tables match. Asuka looks at Paige, then back at Bailey, and says, you're on. Paige says, oh, well, all right then. Sounds like I should get a contract started. You both sign it next week. I love Paige, it. Paige leaves, and Asuka and Bailey stare each other down. I love it. I love it. So we have we have Paige starting off uh, possibly breaking Asuka some bad news that Bailey might not be able to defend her title Extreme Rules. Bailey says no fucking way. I'm doing it and it's going to be a tables match. Yeah, I love it. I she's she's putting her money where her mouth is in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh I I like it. I like it a lot. After that, we have a match between Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot in which Ruby Riot picks up the victory with a little help from Undisputed Era. And Sasha, let me tell you, is furious. Which leads to our next segment of Sasha storming to the back and is flipping tables, chairs, breaking everything she can on her way to the locker room. And she gets into her locker room and she finds a sealed envelope on her on a on in her like uh, locker area. Oh, this is, insig- I've seen this. This is anthrax with a, little, with a little insignia on it. This is anthrax, baby. I know this game. <laughs> Yikes! She opens Man, what it a up. Vi- what a violent smackdown you're running over there. You got right? anthrax storylines. Like you got Braun Strowman pulling guns out on people. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mikey! What kind of what kind of brand are you running? Uh, what kind of GCW to- nonsense is this? Let's say we're going back to extreme, baby. Um. Anyway, so Sasha opens up the the sealed letter, opens it up, reads it, and looks a little bit confused. Uh, as she's reading it, an, an interviewer steps in the room and starts to ask, "So, Sasha, what happened?" A chair flies across the room and barely misses the interviewer and a camera operator, and they take the message and leave. Wow. Sasha, Sasha sits back down and keeps pursue, per, perusing the note. Which. Wow. And next up, we have our main event the Street Profits versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler in a number one contenders match for the uh, tag team championships at Extreme Rules. In which the Street Profits pick up the victory, but after the match, One Nation come out and start beating down Street Profits when Ali and Mysterio come and make the save. Rude and Ziggler get involved and both teams begin fighting in the ring. Then GM Page comes out, who has had a very busy night tonight, yes. uh, breaks the brawl apart and says, Enough! You want to settle this, we could do it in the ring. 
and at risk of sounding like Teddy Long, we're going to have a tag team match. Next week, the Street Profits will team up with the Street Profits will team up with Mustafa Ali and Rey Mysterio to take on Ziggler, Rude, and One Nation. The two teams eye each other down as SmackDown comes to a close. Wow. Nice build. I like it. I like that card. I think it was a solid good card, you know. You got the you know the tag match uh, you know result at the end there turning into an eight man tag. You got Samoa Joe a great promo out of Samoa Joe. Um you know, Sasha just continuously losing matches on this losing streak. Um, of course you got the Bailey storyline there. I love a little glimmer of hope for Sasha. Something uh, mysterious happened today. Something mysterious this way comes. Um, I like, I like it. And just to be clear matches that were announced. What do you, what's your, what's your extreme rules card announced so far? Right now, my extreme rules card announced so far is, uh, Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn in the chairs match. Mm-hmm. We have Bailey versus for, for the title. I should be sure. Yeah. For for the United States championship. Uh, we have Bailey versus Asuka in a tables match uh, for the SmackDown Women's title. We have a possible tag team. Cha- we have a tag team. Well, as of tonight, we have a tag team championship match between the Street Profits and um, One Nation for the tag team titles. Um, and if Braun and uh, Drew can pick up their victory, we have possibly Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton and. Drew McIntyre versus The Fiend. Or The Demon. I always do that. We have Drew McIntyre versus The Demon in an Extreme Rules match, and then we possibly have a Universal title match between Braun Strowman and Randy Orton. That's quite the card, my dude. Yes. It's, I'm very excited for it. Obviously, there's some, like you said, there's some factors that still need to be addressed, but, uh, I mean, right off the bat, that's a pretty nice card. Yes, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm, I'm writing it all down as we speak, but, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty chef kiss beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you technically have one more match you could do? I do have technically have one more match I could do. I have the pre-show match still open. Yeah. So you still, you still, and that's, so you have a couple matches more announced today, potential matches up in the air Mm -hmm. and one unconfirmed match as well. Yes. I love it. I I like it. I like I I like that Braun's getting another shot at the Universal Championship. When will when will Randy lose? When you know when is Randy gonna lose that title? I guess we'll see. I don't know. I guess he won't answer. I guess could he won't this, answer could me. This, could be this Sunday. Could be a long time from now. We it could know. be never. He could be champion forever. He could be champion forever and yeah. ever and ever. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I thought it was a great card. Do we have any questions about this card? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was a solid, like I said, solidly good card. Uh, I do think I'm going to w- beat you this week. I think I'm going to beat your butt this week, my dude. Oh, jeez. Let's uh, hear it. I guess let's hear it. Let's no, see. Well, if I got to I gotta mess with you first. The audience. Is... Oh, right. You have to hit me with that randomizer. Yeah, the audience has given me the opportunity to mess with you. Uh, Mikey, Thanks. do you want to explain what the randomizer is as I roll it up? The randomizer is our way of keeping our booking realistic so we don't get a little uh, crazy with what we're doing, and it keeps us in check. It has things like injuries, sicknesses, wellness policy violations, 2K outcomes, 
everything and everything under the sun. Uh, and Ryan is about to hit me with a random outcome that I have to work into my show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We want to, we, we don't want to make it too crazy. That was the whole point of our show is we don't want to make it too crazy by what happens in the show. We're not going to be like, and, 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 and Kenny Omega appears, you know, that's, that's... Oh, the, the young bucks take on one nation. Yeah, sure, we could do that, but we want to. The whole point is that we're putting our money where our mouth is. A phrase we've been saying since the beginning. Yep. We uh, you know we've been want to put our money where our mouth is on this front, and uh, see if we can do as good of a job as WWE. And uh, not only the randomizer keeps in check, but now well, officially good, in season three, the audience WWE keeps in is kind of not a high bar. That's fair. That it's is like it's like it's like having a. Uh, a hundred meter hurdle race and setting the hurdles at the ankles. I guess. It, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's still a, it's still a bar and still a race. It's still a bar. Yeah. It's just not a hard one to clear. Uh, so uh, again, thank you, audience, for liking my card. Uh, my last week's card. Uh, hopefully, you'll like it again this week. And if you want to vote, of course, you can go to our Twitter at Hit the Books Pod and vote in the poll that's at the top of that that pin tweet at the top. So thank you for liking last week's card from Raw. Uh, now I get to mess with Mikey, and I messed with you, Mikey. Card subject to change. You've gotten this Ooh. before recently. Replace an entire match. Oh yikes! Now I remember you've done this to me. I'm gonna I'm going to choose what match you have to drop and replace. Yikes! Let me look over at your card. You can really get me here. Hmm. <laughs> I think so. There's the Bailey Mandy Rose that sets up your whole Oscar thing, which you're if I get rid of that match, you have to redo like three seconds. Yeah, that'd be rough. Kevin Owens, like you said, is kind of like a, a a soft one, but it's still building up Kevin Owens. So replacing him means you're not you're, you're dropping Kevin. I hate dropping Kevin. I know Samoa Joe. I can drop. In which case, the promo still works. You just the promo still works. I just don't have him walking out to his match afterwards. Yeah, and so that's a match that's free reign to drop. Um, Ruby Riot Sasha, you got it. That's a storyline loss match. That's also building up Ruby. You know I love Ruby. And then your main event is just the straight up main event that builds up next week, which I can mess up your next week's match. I can mess up next week's card by doing that one. Yeah. How dirty do I want to be here? How dirty do I want to be here? You did say next week is a killer. Next week is going to be good, I think. Assuming I don't mess with it. I think I am. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Man, I'm between your main event oh, and Kevin Owens. I'm between those two. Real, if you if you take away my main event, that's gonna be real rough. I know. I don't have a number one contenders match. I know. I'm 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 playing dirty here. Oy. Oh yeah, because it misses your pay per view as well. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. I've showed you mercy in the past. How I, dare you? I have sh- you have showed me mercy. It's do I do I want to be nasty though? Okay, I'm gonna get rid of your Kevin Owens match. Okay, that match is gone. 
just stricken from the record books. All right, I'm gonna have to change it. You're gonna have to change it. Uh, you're gonna uh, have to figure out some way to. <laughs> you can't use Kevin. You can't use Shelton. Oh, I don't like not using Kevin. Yeah, because I because I think it, it to replace an entire match. I think that would you you can agree or disagree here, Mikey. But I feel like that would include the idea that like you just can't make a new match that's Kevin Owens versus Drake Maverick. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta completely change the matchup. Yeah. So I will, I will give you a chance to think that over. I'll, let me read you my card for this week, folks. Yes, please do. Ready, ready for this, Mikey? I'm excited. Um, but, 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 but it is. Let me pull it up real. Let me pull it up actually real quick. We've got an opening segment, which is a contract signing between the Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss and her tag team partner, Nia Jax. And, of course, the Women's Tag Team Champions, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Okay. Alexa Bliss, you know, the past couple weeks they've been teasing that. uh, And then it goes completely 100% as planned, and they just sign the contract and leave, right? Yes, of course, naturally, like all contract signings. Uh, to recap, Bliss and Jax are going for the tag team titles, but uh, Morgan and Ripley, uh, you know, say that when they win, they want to have uh, singles women's championship titles. So that's the build recap there. Alexa Bliss says that being Raw Women's Champion, of course, has its perks, but winning the women's tag team championships will be even better. Nia Jax agrees, saying that those tag team championships are the only thing that they have not won in their careers. And they've been tagging for a very long time. It is long overdue. Dang. Uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley respond, saying that they are the next generation of superstars on this roster. Morgan even says that there is a hole that was left behind by Becky Lynch uh, in this division that needs to be filled. And sadly, you two are not getting the job done. Whoa. Ripley says that when they win at Extreme Rules, one of them will get a title shot, or one of they'll both get title shots, I guess, at different individuals. And you, Alexa Bliss, uh, will not make it out of that hole. Uh, Morgan and Ripley then sign the contract. Bliss and Jax start laughing when the contract is slid their way. Bliss asks if Morgan and Ripley really thought for one minute that I was going to give you a title shot at my Raw, Raw Women's Championship. First off, you aren't going to beat us Extreme Rules. We're the genetic gosses, after all. Secondly, this is a match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. This isn't for anything else. Maybe you should have actually read the fine print before you signed the contract, you fools. Whoa. Uh, Morgan then looks to the, the lawyer that is present and demands <laughs> and asks, you know, demandingly asks, that you know, Bliss and Jax can't do that. Jax laughingly says that they already did, and they high-five each other. Incredible. Uh, Nia Jax goes to sign the contract, making that whole thing official, but Rhea Ripley slaps the contract out of Jax's hands and flips the table. Whoa! Rhea, what was the contract actually for? Rhea demands to Nia, you, me, one-on-one, if we win, you put that clause into the contract got and it confirms to the lawyer got that lawyer 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 nods that he will do that um Nia asks what happens when she wins uh Morgan says that Morgan Liv Morgan then pipes up 
saying that the genetic goddesses can then add a stipulation to the Extreme Rules match, whatever they want. Uh, Jax and Bliss look at each other, and then Jax punches Rhea in the face and yells, You're on! Keep shot. And the match begins. That's incredible. Great great transition. Right into it. Rhea Ripley, of course, of Liv Morgan by her side against Nia Jax. If Nia Jax wins, uh, Bliss and Jax can make uh, any stipulation they want for the Extreme Rules pay-per-view match they have coming up. If Ripley and Morgan win, then they get the uh, women's title shot clause into the pay-per-view match, which basically states that uh, if Ripley and Morgan win, then they can each challenge Alexa Bliss individually for the Raw Women's Championship. Whoa. So that is is the stakes in this opening bout, Mikey. And the winner is, after much uh, distraction and whatnot, the winner ends up being Rhea Ripley. Hey. Uh, Gets uh, it done. Yeah, Jax and Bliss are down for the count. After the match, Ripley and Morgan uh, get Bliss and Jax to sign the pay-per-view contract. You know, they pick up, you know, Liv Morgan picks up Bliss's hand and then writes for her on the contract. Uh, making it that they signed. They got the clause in. It's official. Their match is officially signed. Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for the Women's Tag Team Championships. If Morgan and Ripley win, then they each individually will get uh, a Raw Women's Championship title shot. Big, big stakes, and I'm very excited to see where this all goes. Uh, then we get a backstage interview with none other than Shayna Baszler. Ooh. Baszler says that it is that was hilarious watching that past match. They all seem to forget that I am holding this briefcase. Me, I am happy sitting back and holding this briefcase, but there will come a time where I will cash in and win the Raw Women's Championship. It's inevitable. I am inevitable. The question is, how much longer can I wait around? And she leaves. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So nice, nice, nice. So more little, more little tease there. You know, a little Shana, bit of a tease. Uh, Shayna Baszler might be uh, coming after that women's title sooner or later. Yes. As much as what's happening over here, I don't want to forget. Don't forget, folks. Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is indeed a threat. Yes, she is. Next up, we have a singles match. King Corbin versus R Truth. Uh, okay. if, if you remember last Classic. week, love it. Last week's detective segment, R Truth investigating into King Corbin. He is the king. He does have the money in his coffers, so surely he has the money to pay for those four uh, goons to attack Aleister Black. All those months ago, at this point, I can't believe this mystery is still going on. <laughs> we, have, we have not seen Alistair Black since. To, to be fair, Mikey, to be fair, who who is the detective on the case? That's true. <laughs> it's, just wild. it's just wild that this is still going on, especially after the consequences of it happening is over. What, what, so far go, So far away. It's like it's like that was all the way at Money in the Bank. We went through like a whole pay per view. <laughs> it's been how long has it been? Uh, it's been. It's been. It's been. It was the go home show for Money in the Bank, which was like how long ago was that? That we was a whole pay per view. Two two pay per views ago, and we're still trying to figure out who did it. Do you still care about the storyline, Mikey? 
Uh, if honestly, if it's not found out soon or a lead isn't found out soon, I will start losing interest. But the only thing keeping me is Detective Truth. There it is. Perfect. <laughs> if it was anybody else, if there was, if they were just like, yeah, we still don't know who attacked Alistair Black, I'd be like, oh, who cares anymore? Uh, and I should say, Mikey, Archer versus King Corbin ends with King Corbin getting the win. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, yeah, the doy. Uh, next up, we got a video package. It's pretty much hyping the main event. Uh, just a reminder, that main event that I have booked here, Mikey, that was announced last week, Keith Lee versus AJ Styles, oh, yeah. number one contenders match for the WWE Championship at Extreme Rules. Big game here. So, yeah, that's a little build into that match. Uh, next up, we got another match, Sheamus versus John Morrison for the Intercontinental Championship. All right. Uh, John Morrison has Andrade and, of course, Zelina Vega on his side at the beginning of this match. Uh, but the match does end in a DQ finish when Andrade attacks Sheamus mid-match, uh, which, of course, keeps the title on John Morrison. Uh, who makes the save, Mikey? Uh, none other than Daniel Bryan and, surprisingly, The Miz come out together making the save. Whoa. Daniel Bryan and The Miz working as a team. Well, you know, you know, Miz in this is involved in this IC title picture, and you know, Andrade has been feuding with Daniel Bryan, so they worked, you know, just like last week. They kind of helped each other. They're helping yet again. Okay, incredible. Next up, and so yeah, that was an IC title match. So, Bing Bang Boom, <laughs> two weeks, a couple weeks before the pay per view, we're already doing title matches, baby. Uh, next, we got a backstage interview with Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman says that the fiend has always been uh, and always will be a menace in the WWE. There is no denying that. And in the challenge, lying ahead is certainly going to be tough, but not once in Roman's life has he ever backed down from a fight at extreme rules. We will partake in the most insane match ever devised an inferno match. Whew, but so I, for this. but I will make sure to snuff out the flame that is the fiend one final time. Just needed to get it in there, didn't you? Yes, I did. Suddenly, our truth walks up. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I. <laughs> I hope you doing a face palm gets picked up on the microphone. What could he possibly need? What could he possibly want about this? <laughs> Uh, our truth comes up, you know, they, you know, they hug, dab, what, what's up, say hello. Uh, truth tells Roman, good luck this Sunday, because Truth understands how difficult an Inferno match can be, especially since, you know, Truth is afraid of fire. He's like, you know, cave, <laughs> he's like, you know, caveman style. Uh, truth asks if he can talk to Roman privately for a second, and the two walk off. Uh, the camera and interviewer secretly are still taping them. How uh, dare they? Truth asks... Like the privacy of Detective Truth. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, come on, t- journalists. Journalist integrity. Uh, Truth asks Roman, man-to-man, if he attacked Aleister Black. Truth says that he's asked everybody, and he's got some leads, but every once in a while, some fingers go back to pointing at Roman. He's like, you have the perfect mo- motive, Roman, and I know you weren't. You know, you were eating in the cafeteria when Alistair Black was attacked, but it uh, maybe they were hired, and he straight up asked Roman, did you hire those four guys and attacked Al? Uh, Roman takes a moment, 
and then genuinely looks at Truth and tells him, uh, I did, Truth, I did not attack Alistair Black, and I did not hire those guys to attack Alistair Black. Truth thanks him, and he's like, no worry, man, I'll just, just, just double-checking. And then walks away. With, like a good detective does. Like a good detective does, just you know, getting his sources down. Walks away with Roman standing there thinking. Interesting. Interesting. Roman's probably still. Roman's probably like, <laughs> I'm still dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> I showed footage of me clearly eating during the attack. I have said outright a hundred times it wasn't me. Yeah. I hope this. I hope. I hope this whole angle works. By the way. <laughs> I hope this whole storyline ends up working. Because at this point, I just want to know who it was. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, well then that leads into the next match, which is a eight-man tag match, Mikey. Uh, this match, of course, is featuring... Um, it is uh, on one side. We got LLC uh, and Mastiff and Murphy. So that's Bobby Lashley, Cesaro... Dave Mastiff, Buddy Murphy, and of course they got Rollins and Lana in their corner. And on the other corner, we got the New Day and the Usos, with of course Kofi Kingston in their corner. So nice, we have a big, chaotic eight-man tag match. And Mikey, boy, hell, does the finish get chaotic? Uh, and the end result is Cesaro <gasps> pinning <gasps> Xavier Woods. Whoa! The SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Whoa! Big, so, big moves by Cesaro. So there we go. LLC have been miming, the, miming they want the titles for weeks now. Uh, and they finally get it. And I should have said, Mikey, I totally forgot because I, I have it blocked on my screen. I should have said before this match, uh, before this tag match, brutally important that I should have said this before this tag match, Mikey. Okay. Uh, a match announcement for Extreme Rules. Was it going to be Detective Truth versus the four guys who attacked Alistair Black? That'd be hilarious. Uh, no, no, it is the Disciples versus the New Day versus the Usos versus LLC Fatal Four Way for the Whoa. Raw Tag Team Championships. What? That's wild. Yes. So that is a match announcement coming your way, folks, at Extreme Rules in about a week and a half, I believe. Hell yes. Okay, so here we go. Uh, next up, we got a backstage interview. Miz, uh, not sorry, not an interview, but just backstage. Uh, Mike the Miz, Mizanian, uh, thanks Daniel Bryan for having Is his he promoting his new show, Cannonball. Yeah, of course. Uh, for uh, Daniel, uh, sorry, Miz thanks Bryan, Daniel Bryan for having his back the past couple weeks. Bryan, you know, appreciates it. Then Andrade runs up yelling in Spanish at the two of them. Zelina Vega informs The Miz that they have just found out that at Extreme Rules, there's going to be a rematch for the IC title between Morrison and Sheamus. Whoa. It's a little, little match announcement. However, my client Andrade and you, Miz, will compete in a match next week to determine who gets added into that match. Whoa. Andrade storms off yelling. Uh, Brian comments about how you know that was just a lot that just happened. Miz agrees. Uh, yeah. there, there's a slight uneasy silence, and then Miz squeamishly asks Brian 
if he doesn't mind being in Miz's corner next week. Interesting. Brian agrees. There's another silence. Then Brian calls out, calls it out, saying that it's weird that they're being very friendly right now. Miz agrees, and then they both leave. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I I don't know if I like this. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, bye. <laughs> like it. Like I, I'm unsure about this. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Just. <sips. laughs> But yeah, so that say that uh, match announcement. It's going to be John Morrison versus Sheamus for the IC title yet again. Alex Dream rules. Uh, winner of next week's match between Andrade and Miz will be added into that match, making it a triple threat. Neat. All right, love it. And then finally, in the main event here, Mikey, we have for the number one contenders match for the WWE Championship at Extreme Rules. It's going to be Keith Lee versus AJ Styles. Mikey, I'm telling you now, I've been building this for weeks, and here we go. Band-Aid's being ripped off. The winner is Keith Lee. Ooh, I love it. Big boy Keith Lee. Yes, newly crowned double NXT champion in the actual universe is getting a WWE title shot. Has earned, after weeks of, of just high competition, has earned a number one contender's spot against Brock Lenzer for the WWE Championship. After the match, Paul Heyman comes out and shakes Keith Lee's hand, you know, in a way the sort of... advocate for the beast. Speaking of, uh, when, you know, he shakes Keith Lee's hand sort of respect out of respect a little bit, Brock Lenzer comes out of nowhere. <laughs> no music, just attacks him. Straight up attacks him. Keith Lee of clothesline and then just shots elbows to the head, just beating him down. Yikes. Uh, Keith Lee, after weeks of competition, you've got the spot, but it's against Brock. So get ready, buddy. Um, so there we go. That's that's Monday Night Raw. I love it. I love Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar, two of the biggest boys WWE has got in their, in their arsenal think if i'm not mistaken i think that actually confirms that is except the match between andrade and miz next week i think that is all of my matches have been officially announced for next week all right all right love that mikey's yeah some thoughts on this card mikey i love it um i love the opener the the big contract signing that goes completely wrong i love the match right after uh keith lee getting a big victory detective truth back on the case again Still on the case. <laughs> Still on the case, constantly going back to Roman, and Roman's like, please, please stop asking me. It wasn't me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great Raw. Great Raw. Great Raw. Um, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Uh, yeah, so that uh, makes it officially for Extreme Rules to go, I think, of the official matches that we have planned so far. Extreme Rules is going to be... Oh, I'm actually... There is one match I have yet to announce, but that will be dealt with next week. Uh, What have been announced so far between the two of us, Mikey, for SmackDown, Street Profits versus One Nation for the tag titles, Bayley versus Asuka for the Women's Championship in a tables match, Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunne for the U.S. title and in a chairs match. Uh, It will either be Andrade or The Miz versus John Morrison versus Sheamus in an IC title match. Uh, we got Roman Reigns versus The Fiend in an Inferno match. 
the Disciples versus the New Day versus the Usos versus LLC for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And finally, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Keith Lee for the WWE Championship. All right. Everything else is sort of up in the air. We'll get that all confirmed next week. What an awesome pay-per-view we have coming up. I really think this card is maybe one of the best cards we've done. This is pretty stacked. It's a pretty, it's a pretty stacked card. I, my goal for this card is to make either every match or every match but one have some sort of extreme stipulation. Yes. I, and I have an idea for the Street Profits and One Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the chairs match. I have a tables match. I have an extreme rules match. Um, and that's it so far. And I, I don't, I don't have a good stipulation for the universal title match yet. I got to figure one out. I'm, I'm excited. I it. What's, I might just leave that one be. What makes me really excited about not only having this amazing extreme rules card, if we do say so ourselves, obviously a little biased, but I think it's really solid. Uh, it, we also have SummerSlam around the corner. Which is like, if this is Extreme SummerSlam. Rules, this is all sort of building towards SummerSlam in a way. I'm just excited to see what SummerSlam Big five. is. Big five, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I I already, I already have, by the way, Mikey, written down my SummerSlam matches. I, I have all of them except for one, actually. Um, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's a good card. I only have half of it, but I got, it's, it's, it, 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 I just love I love what we've done here. I love what we've done here, Mikey. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, well, before we go, Mikey, what did you end up doing? I cut your card. I cut your match here. You lost Kevin Owens versus Shelton Benjamin. What is your match replacement? So, two weeks ago, we had a ma- we had a tag team match between Undisputed Era and uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin. So, I'm bringing back that little mini feud, and it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly versus Oni Lorkin. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly, I presume Fish and uh, Danny and the yeah. <laughs> I had to quickly do it in my head. I was like, who is who? Which one is which? <laughs> uh, I presume Birch is there by or Lorkin's side. Yes, and in the end, Oni Lorkin picks up the victory. Throw him up, baby! Fucking really. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Over at Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, my dude. That man's been... Big big win for the... Big win for Birch and Lorcan. My man Kyle O'Reilly has... That's a huge... I would say that's a huge upset, too. Oh, yeah. I I, I like... I I feel like we gotta build... uh, Build everyone a little bit, you know? Yes. Build everybody. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about everything moving forward. Uh, and I can't wait. Well, then, my uh, folks at home, if you have which, whatever card you liked, if you liked Raw, if you liked SmackDown, whatever card you thought was better, you can head on over to at HitTheBooksPod on Twitter, and you can vote in the poll that is listed there. It is that pinned tweet at the top of our Twitter page, and you can vote right there. You can vote for Mikey's SmackDown, which of course had the main event being Street Profits versus Rude and Ziggler in a number one contenders match. Or you can vote for uh, my Raw, which had Keith Lee versus Styles in a number one contenders match as well. 
So you can go to Twitter at HitTheBooksPod and vote right there. Vote right now. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, potentially you can go vote. It's up there for like a day and a half after this episode comes out usually. So, uh, yeah, go vote in that poll while you're listening. So definitely oh, yeah. go do that. Uh, anything else? Like we said, subscribe to get even more booking content. You know, we've been doing this for a very long time. There's a huge back catalog, but, of course, we got plenty of stuff coming down the line as well. Like we said, Extreme Rules. That's a killer card right there. So get ready for Extreme Rules when that drops in about a week and a half. Uh, you can also go, and if you want to, you know, just catch up even quicker, go to HTB, H, HTB, as in hit the books, pod.com, and you can go and read up all of the backlog history of our cards that we've presented for you folks at home. Oh, I thought HTB meant heavily Taco Bell. Yes, that, well, that's the spinoff show, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, subscribe, rate, and review. If you can uh, go to iTunes and vote, it will greatly help us out. It helps with that. You know, the more, the more reviews, the more votes mean the higher it is in some in the in the charts which means more people can see us which means you know very potentially good things yeah i would would, maybe potentially i would love to have a bunch of reviews and ratings um yeah we always you know get more listeners would always be very thankful for our end we could not appreciate that more uh you can also go to youtube you can subscribe to our youtube channel where we post uh we post uh versions of the show uh any other things mikey uh, I think that covers it. I think that covers it. Any final think... thoughts, I guess, before we get going? Um, I'm very excited for Extreme Rules. The grilled cheese burrito is fine. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm glad you don't have COVID. Thank you. Thank, uh, I agree. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll have to try it. And thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I have to try COVID. Who knows? <laughs> um, I think. Did I ever? Did I have he... to try COVID and get and get tested to see if I'm a grilled cheese burrito. <laughs> you never know, dude. You never know if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna come back positive on being a grilled cheese burrito. I'm just gonna wrap myself in my blanket and cover myself in cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's warmer than grilled cheese? It's true. A blanket, maybe, but. <laughs> How to stay warm in these in these cold summer nights? These cold, these ooh man, another one of those cold nights in the summer. A balmy, <laughs> a balmy, wintry, cold August. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode. Like we said, I would greatly appreciate it if you all can uh, leave a review uh, on iTunes. So I would, I would greatly appreciate that. Um, but besides that, uh, we have we got no more here. We'll see y'all next week. For another round of Raw and SmackDown fantasy booked cards, Mikey, like we said, very excited. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Next week, we'll see you all. Until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.